0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Steamers Podcast, Season 1, Episode 29. We got another solo one coming at you. Scoop can't make it this week. He'll be back for the Sunday-Monday Podcast. Rolling out the solos, man. I'm liking it. It's good. This is like the vent session. That's what I feel like. I feel like it let off a lot of steam. Feels good. And there's some good shit going on, too. Freaking Morty new season coming out a couple days. Hey man, I'm pumped. You know, I I was not on board with that show at first. You know, I thought it was just like another knockoff Family Guy, but no, that show that show kicks ass. Like it's that like, quick, easy, like 20 minutes, like really thought through like jokes and plot, and then it's animated, so it's like it's like something like you don't mind watching, and it's just I, I like I like animated shows. So I'm hype, always new shows, like that new shit, Hadouken, but speaking of new shows, there's another thing I've wanted to address, because this is launching in a week, and I did not realize it was launching in a week until I actually looked this up, so Disney Plus is this streaming platform from Disney that they're launching where, and the reason why I know and like I'm monitoring it is because they have like the Django Fett, or Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Jango's a piece of shit. He's a liar. I'll tell you that much. Jango's Jango's a liar. No one likes Jango. But Boba, they're doing like the the Star Wars prequel and like the backstory to like Boba Fett, and that looks sick. And I'm what I'm curious is what's good with all the streaming platforms. Like, is this like I I'm just thinking about how much money. Like, is Netflix doing anything to improve? I feel like Netflix is just taking L's left and right. Like, they, like NBC's making one. Amazon. um, like, H, like, HBO. Like, like all these other platforms, they have, like, good content. And I feel like Netflix was just the first to the punch, but now they're losing all the... Like, they're losing everything. So, like, obviously, they still have some shows. Like, Netflix still has, like, Stranger Things. And they have new comedy specials and stuff like that coming out, which is no doubt great like they still have a good show but if there's this much market and all these platforms like this guy this has got to be just hurt like they must have been so far ahead and on top of everyone else that now that the fact that there's four or five competitors coming out it's like that's just how much money they were making like that's insane I don't know, like I've never I don't even have Netflix like the only way I can watch Netflix and watch Breaking Bad right now is I have to sit upstairs in like the recliner when my mom is not watching TV because I don't like interrupting their time and basically have to go around like I can't I don't want to play too loud when they go to bed so I'm in this weird like ordeal where I'm I'm trying to watch the show but it's, can't have it loud enough can't hear shit then you try to turn up to hear something. Bam! Explosion. It's too loud. They wake up. Now I'm in shit. It's the only time I can watch it is when they're not home or like they they go out. And that's funny because when I watch Stranger Things, you wonder why I watched the whole season in a day. That was it right there. Boom. I watched. Well, the first two seasons. They they get a pass. I did that in college. Instead of wasting time throughout the week, I did in one day, I wasted a day. So, suck on that. No, that's nothing to be proud of. I don't don't even know why I said that. But, again, I don't understand the streaming platforms. There's so many of them. Like, it's going to come to the point where you're going to have to pay for one just to get the, like, two shows you like, maybe one show. And other than that like how like it's just going to be too much money i'm not, i don't even like I, I have like hbo and whatever i can get with like my cable packages i don't i don't go out and get netflix on my own so it's, like uh, my thing is it's just like eventually they don't have, have to merge. there's no way that they're going to have the market to have five different like companies have streaming platforms that are just going to make money. If, if, if they do, I I need to know how. I just, I need to. I don't know who's going to pay for multiple. It's just a waste of money. Or it's just, it's just stupid. Shit. Disney and chill. That, that just doesn't sound right. It, it sounds kind of perverted. Disney and drink? No, can't do that. Okay, moving on. All right, so I don't get to talk about this until the Wednesday Thursday podcast when I when this comes out on Thursday. But the Monday night game had a goddamn cat run across the field. I like and just from my perspective, like I'm just on the couch, I'm reclining like it was Monday, it was a long day. I'm tired, I'm watching this game, I'm sweating out of parlay with, with the Giants at home, hoping they win, and just out of left field comes this damn cat. How? Where? Who? And why? Emphasis on the how, because it just doesn't make sense. The cat... Has to go through. I, like, did, did, did someone bring the cat in? I didn't even hear the story on it. I'll let you know the cat showed up and then ran back in the tunnel. It had more yar- yards than Saquon. I, I don't get it. And then the, the other thing that no one's talking about is the effort to get the cat was subpar, it was terrible. No one made the actual effort to run on the field and get the cat. All the security was just walking. Like, you have a nationally televised game. You have people getting paid millions out here. Like, I've seen rec league coaches give it their all-star effort, willing to risk an ankle just to clear off, like, some water off the court. You won't... There's These people are being paid thousands and millions, and there was no effort to get this cat off the field. The cat ran around... They had nothing to do. They were like, "This has just never happened." I mean, where's Manu? Where's the Manu Ginobili of the NFL when you need him? Like Manu's got like, like what four, three NBA championships, like a six-time All-Star, three-time uh, back-catching champion. Like, where's that in the NFL? Where is it? Because this cat just had a field day. I don't, like, it just doesn't make sense, it had to be planned, this was, this was the NFL telling you, trying to tell everyone, we're doomed, like, the next day it comes out, the Chargers are moving to to London, the Chargers post the, the, I'm not leaving from Wolf of Wall Street, like, it's just, it's just a mess, fuck you, Jeeb. It's just a mess. I, I, I mean, seriously, it that there's nothing else to say. This black cat described everything to me in in its 45 seconds of fame of running around the field. So, like I said, cats. How do they get there? No one knows. The effort to stop them, it was not there. So. I, um, I yeah, do better, like, wait, do I need to get a sign, like, I, I need a sign, honestly, because they, they just, they, they don't get it, they just don't get it, no, it hurts, man, and then I go to bed, like, like, I was like, all right, this game's close, I'm going to bed, and I wake up, and it was like 35, well, I don't even remember, I don't even want to know, like I saw 30 to like 13 or something as a final. Like I woke up, I went to bed like, like nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. I literally turned it off off my phone, it it was nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. Like the fucking cat, it's all it is, it was the cat. We need we need something new. That's it. Greed's out of answers. He's out. He's out of everything. I'm done. Daniel Jones. He didn't do shit. The Giants' defense played pretty decent. Jackson week will go into week eleven. Week ten. He doesn't even have his contract. I don't. I, I'm. I'm gone. I'm. I'm done. Moving on, we're going to basketball. This is where this is where everything matters now, and obviously it matters so much that people don't even need to play. And here we go again: is that it, the 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 analysts of how quick they flip sides on arguments is insane. Like I just remember when we were in the playoffs last year, and they were talking about the load management for Kawhi all the all season. Like, and they said that this shouldn't happen. Well, the reason they did it is because they had Kawhi for the playoffs, and where did it get them? It got them a championship. And then everyone was like, well, they arrested Kawhi, it worked, and now look at them, they have the championship. Like They They, they made the right move. And now, now Kawhi has sat out his second game. And there's no really injury-related reason. It's just load management. You don't want to overuse Kawhi, which is the smartest thing you can do. I would load manage Embiid the entire season like this if it meant that I get him in the playoffs full health, not hurt, not sick, not bitching. Kawhi showed up to the playoffs, dominated, went to the finals, ended the Warriors' dynasty, and now he, he was the highest-paid, highest, highest attractive player in free agency. Be- you know why? Because he was he showed up when it mattered most. The fact that people care, I don't understand why they care, but the fact that people care about the regular season, the only thing that matters about the regular season is your record. And the reason why you can punish yourself is that you lose home court in the playoffs. That's your punishment. And that's the chance you take. No other team should bitch about load management because, one, they don't have to go up against Kawhi in the regular season, and two, they can get more wins and have home court advantage. The Cavaliers rested LeBron and Kyrie in love. When they were together, and you know why they did it? So that they were ready to play in the playoffs. Because in the East at that time, it didn't matter. It was it was LeBron's East. It was like there was nothing stopping him. As long as LeBron was healthy, that's all that mattered. That's how the Clippers feel about Kawhi. And frankly, they should. He's the best player in the league right now. There's no reason he should have to play every single game. 82 games is a long stretch. Back to backs, traveling. It's I I can't tell you how often of uh, like if you play 35, 40 minutes a game and you're expected to go do it every night, like it's just gonna take a toll. Like these guys aren't like 20. They're like he he's almost 30. Like I, it's the same thing with Embiid. When Embiid got suspended, no, no one in Philadelphia was pissed. It just speaks. It just speaks for everything. Everyone was like, "Well, we were probably gonna sit him anyway." I was, ex- I was excited. I was like, "All right, that's two less games I have to worry about Embiid getting hurt." Because Embiid, when he goes out and plays, he he puts it all on the court. There's there's times he goes flying off for a block that you get nervous when he comes down like that. Or he's, he's when he ends up on the floor, you're just like, did he just, did he just tweak something? Like your season can end right there. Luckily, we have Al Horford now, but still, that's what I'm saying. It's like these elite players. I, I don't care, but like who cares? Because you want to go to a regular season game and see Kawhi and go nuts. Go to the playoffs. That's what it like. That's that's what it matters. Watch it on TV. They're not sitting in for the season. But he shouldn't be obligated to play every game just because he's healthy to play every game. I, I would have, I would, I would do this strategy all year long if it meant that I. You're telling me I have Joel Embiid or I have Kawhi Leonard or I have LeBron ready for the playoffs, not fatigued. Because that's that's what it comes down to when you have players like this. Is, is healthy, ability to make the plays that they need to make. We like That's what we need to focus on. So when people are on Twitter right now bitching about it, I just don't see why. You don't understand the coaching. You don't understand the gameplay. You don't understand that. I don't understand either. But I guarantee you it's not as easy as anyone makes it sound. So, Kawhi, load management, I agree with it, let it happen, stop bitching about it, let other players play, they're getting paid to do it as well, Kawhi's getting paid to win the Marine, if he doesn't win the Marine, you can bitch about it then, but he, he's sitting on top right now, so I, you can't, I can't give him shit, it worked. Alright, I can't believe I have to wheel myself back around to the NFL. I don't want to do it. Okay, it's time for the cash out blackout. You know what, I, I think I actually need, like, not to say that I want to have that bad of a week, but to get blacked out for a Sunday, have a full send day. That could that could work, but no. That's not our, that's not what we do. What we do is we give picks and they hit no one said shit. Alright. Here we are. Oh, oh my god. Okay. Quarterbacks. Guess who's back? I'm not going there. That's as far as I'm going. Back again. Okay. That's it. Patrick Mahomes is back. And it only means one thing. You play him. Remember what his price was before he got hurt? It was pushing 9,000. And so his value is there. There's not one other QB that's as matchup-proof as Mahomes other, other than maybe Lamar. And Lamar is a great matchup too, but I'm feeling the Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards show. Not to say Lamar won't have like 20, but I think that Mahomes might, like the, the comeback game that says like I'm back, like I think this might be it. So uh, obviously you can take one of the top three. They're, they all have great matchups: Lamar, Mahomes, or Breeze. But that's not all we give here, okay? Kyler Murray's got a great matchup at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay pass defense is terrible. I I don't know how you can't like Kyler. I mean he's been he's been playing pretty well. The Battle of New York: Daniel Jones or Sam Darnold. Both have good matchups in regards to being QBs. I think that they might have put up some scoring in this game. Uh, the Jets are a freaking shit show right now, for all I care. I can't believe how bad they are. But, Darnold, at points, has thrown a decent pass. And, at other points, has thrown a decent interception. He's a, But, he's not a bad start against the Giants. Same thing with Tannehill. They're both good matchups. But, the moneymaker. The no one. He has dropped to 6,500. And I think that it's time. Assuming he starts. And assuming that Chicago comes to play this week. Biscuits. Mitchell Trubisky. Butter me a biscuit. 6,500 against Detroit. The Bears are basically on, on, their, on their heels here. This is it. Divisional matchup. You need to win. This division is basically locked up between the Vikings and Packers. And you're, you're shooting for a wild card at this point. Which is going to be tough to get. But it's still doable. This needs to be the Trubisky game. I don't think that... His matchup's pretty good, and I don't think that there's any other way he can do it. Like he's, he's got to he's got to put a statement out there. So for sixty five hundred, I kind of like it. Obviously, like it depends what type of methodology you go. You know, I like to go the running backs high. But like I said earlier, Mahomes is eighty four hundred, which is pretty favorable in terms of Mahomes' value. All right, running backs. Let's load them up. All right, I gotta make the. This is the thing, okay? McCaffrey is ten thousand five hundred. Holy shit! Honestly, I don't usually pay up for that unless it like I find like someone else gets is hurt and I I have to downgrade to a cheaper play. But this is maybe where you take Trubisky. He's probably gonna be low owned, but if you're on the board that says. McCaffrey's going to have 30. To win, you need to have the 30-point running back. He's got a phenomenal matchup, which just got torched by Melvin Gordon and Allison Eckler last week against Green Bay, and he's their source of offense. And I like Kyle Allen. He helps him out, I think, with running the ball and getting him good touches. So, shit. I'm, I'm riding Christian McCaffrey. I know he's two thousand more than Saquon. But if you do the Trubisky route with McCaffrey, I I kinda like that. Now now, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to that Mahomes route. If you went with Mahomes, I'm gonna put him in here. If you went Mahomes, running backs. I think you gotta take again one of these guys. I know I said them last week. Most of them miss, but they're not always gonna miss, and they're they're pretty like Mark Ingram's got the the golden matchup, right? He's got against Cincinnati, which is arguably the worst run defense, gives up 15 plus a game to running backs. If he has, he's Mark Ingram's a goal line guy. He could he could easily walk away with like 70 yards, two touchdowns, and then get you your 22 points. So. Mark Ingram's good value. If Kamara is deemed fully healthy, obviously you have to take Kamara. Atlanta's a good good matchup. Nick Chubb's solid. Aaron Jones, I think this is a really good bounce back week for Aaron Jones. You know, he's had those he's had some weeks where he looked he didn't do much. Then the next week he exploded for like thirty five. Uh, Aaron Jones is at a really good value. Especially at home against Carolina. That could be the running back running back game. Marlon Mack against Miami. Everyone's eyeing that one up. And here's a guy um, who's probably getting slept on a little bit this week, especially with a good matchup. Derrick Henry. Yeah, the, it's getting to Derrick Henry season. Like, there's spooky season. There's cuffing season. There's turkey season. Christmas season. And there's Derrick Henry season. It's Derrick Henry season. Once it hits... Week 10 plus, it's when he shows up, he dominates, and no one says shit. This is where, last year, he took over fantasy playoffs. Everyone was like, I'm in first place, I'm doing this. Here comes the 7th place team, or whatever 5th place team, whatever your playoffs structure like. Derrick Henry has like a 50 bomb, then like 29, and like 14. Probably won you a matchup or two. I'm liking Derrick Henry. 7,000 against Kansas City. I think they're gonna run the ball really well in this game. Little lower. You just got named the starter. Ronald Jones. The Arizona defense it is garbage. I think Ronald Jones, I know he's not a guy that's I don't pay I don't put him as a twenty point scorer, but if he gets start or not, he's probably gonna get close to twenty touches. And that's a favorable matchup at 6,300 if you don't have the money. All right, the no one. Here we are. I said Trubisky. One way he used to get points last year favorable guy, Tariq Cohen. Guys, Tariq Cohen is basically a receiver in this offense. I know they've been using David Montgomery, but Tariq Cohen is a big play type of running back receiver. He's 5,000. There are games last year that he was the top scoring running back. Against Detroit, big game. They need it. I think that Matt Nagy's got to go back to using the dual running back set. That's how they won. That's how they were effective last year. I'm really thinking that Tariq Cohen might be the sneak. I might be. He might become my flex this week. I really like the matchup. All right. A lot of bears for the no one. All right, receiver. He's looking right at you. Michael Thomas. Atlanta, their secondary is banged up. They already lost Keanu Neal. They've been p- bad against the pass their entire existence. So... In the Dome, Michael Thomas. I, again, this is like the 15, 20-point, almost guaranteed type player. If you ha, if you can make this spend, just do it. I also like Godwin, you know, even though he's only 500 cheaper. I'm taking Godwin over Evans this week. I'm not taking Tyree Kill. I know that Malcolm Butler just got hurt. You can take Tyree Kill, but if you have the money, I'm I'm getting Godwin or Thomas if I can. All right, scrolling down. Not going to say Allen Robinson. I I think that there's other Bears players that are going to play better. All right. 6,500, Jameson Crowder. Yo, pour me up a glass of Jameson and a bowl of chicken corn chowder. That's what you get when you take Jameson Crowder. I don't even know what I just said, but guess what? 6,500 against the Giants. I like it. Okay. The A.J. Green saga. I don't know. He has had a tr- tremendous career against the Baltimore Ravens. He has won me money by taking him against the Baltimore Ravens, but he did not practice. He's day to day. I feel like he's not going to play. If even if he does, I don't think he's going to play a lot. I'm kind of I'm kind of fading him right now. If he comes out and has a full practice Friday, he's good to go. I like it. If not, just don't take him. Zach Pascal against Miami. Yo, he's getting a lot of tick. T.Y. Hilton's doubtful. Dude, this guy, he's pretty nasty. He's, he's had some solid weeks, and he, he's becoming a reliable option in that offense. So, Zach is a nice play. Golden Tate, if no Sterling Shepard. Uh, Evan Ingram's in a boot. Jets pass sucks. I like Golden Tate or Sterling Shepard, whichever one is healthy. Cheaper, fifty-seven hundred. Christian Kirk, yo, I think it's a big week for Christian Kirk. This is definitely probably a cheaper receiver. I think you got to take someone in this five thousand range, the way that we're stacking the lineup prior. Christian Kirk, bang bang. Uh, scrolling down, we got the two uh, cheap plays that just never leave the five thousands, but always have that big play potential in Calvin Ridley and Marquise Brown. Cincinnati secondaries, eh. I still think, like I said, I like the Mark Ingram type play. Maybe the Lamar rushing touchdown. But Marquise is due for the big week. They just got him back. He was a huge weapon to have against the Patriots. You saw him make a couple big plays. I like Marquise. And then Ridley. Last year, Ridley had his 40-point week against the Saints. Not saying he's going to do it this week. But it's something to keep in mind. He, He... they like to focus on Julio and this could be where Calvin Ridley just goes off. 5300 is not a bad asking price for the potential to go off. I don't really have a no one because they're all kind of, those are, those are the guys I'm not, I don't really see anyone cheaper than I'm taking. But yeah, I, I'm taking them. If you want to know one, Deontay Johnson, he's forty seven hundred. He's a he's a fifteen point play receiver if he if he uh gets that that tick from Rudolph. Because I'll probably have Jalen Ramsey on Juju. All right. Tight ends. It's simple. There's one guy, Travis Kelsey. His price to start the year, I think, was seventy nine hundred. He is sixty seven hundred. And he's getting Mahomes. When you get your quarterback back, your tight end goes and has a great week. I'm taking Travis Kelsey, no doubt about it. If I'm linking, if I'm taking Mahomes, I'm, t- I'm putting in Kelsey. All the other tight ends, I'm kind of iffy about. If you're like I said, if you're doing this McCaffrey route, and you're spending ten thousand on a player, OJ Howard is five thousand against Arizona. The week, the weak matchup, twenty point tight ends. They're saying they need to get O.J. Howard more involved. I'm not giving too many tight ends takes, cuz that's where I'm sticking. Not gonna go with the Red Ellison, even though he's filling in for Evan Ingram. All right, defense. It's uh the top three. If you look at them, I kind of all of them have their ways of being good. <clears throat> I'm preferably not probably gonna take the Saints. I know if Matt Schaub starts, but again, it, it. I think the people pick the Falcons to put up points at least. Ravens over the Saints for me. Ryan, you don't know what you are getting. Ryan Finley, he could be another just dud. Likely that's what it is. I uh, my thing was if you are gonna hold out Andy Dalton this this long, and you are gonna you are gonna let him play. I feel like they just benched Andy Dalton. either to not get him hurt or just say that this is it. we got to move on. You're not doing anything for this franchise. If Ryan Finley was this good, he would have been in way before this. They wouldn't have let the season go to shit. I think that they just know that they're going to be shitty. They're going to throw out a young quarterback, see how he can develop, and then they're going to draft their QB in the draft. Probably end up getting Tua. Colts D against Miami. Yeah, The Colts have some good defensive pieces Any Miami just lost basically their two starting offensive weapons in Mark Walton and Preston Williams I'm not feeling the magic in this game Fitzy's gonna this might be where he just looks like shit Darius Leonard's an animal he'll probably get a turnover so yeah the Colts are a solid, a solid play not gonna take the Rams even though they still have they've added two of the biggest pieces with Donald and Jalen Ramsey Bears 4200 yeah I'm hammering the Bears this week man I, I just feel like they're gonna play well like the like the Chicago's gonna come out and just play well uh overlooked defense that probably might need a second consideration Steelers everyone looks at the team that plays Rams and says no Jared Goff on the road. Steelers D's been really good the second half of the year. That main reason I think they're they're still in the in the the 500 potential playoff race. And Brandon Cooks is out. Gurley's not doing much. The Rams are not the Rams right now. I, Steelers D for 4100 is not bad. So if you want someone that's going to be low owned because of who they're playing, Steelers. All right, my no one. Their back's against the wall. Baker, I don't know what's good with your facial hair. But the Browns D needs to do something. They need to light up this team. Cleveland Browns defense. 3,500 against Buffalo. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. That's why I think I like Cleveland Browns D. They do have an elite pass rush. I like Josh Allen, but... I mean, I think they can keep the score low, so they can probably get like seven or eight points, which isn't bad. And that's cash out blackout. I don't know. I'm, feel, I'm feeling good about this week. I like this week. That will not be a freezing cold take, that will be a hot take. Steamer. All right, guys. You know what to do. Make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Steamers Pod. This is season one, episode 29 of the Steamers Podcast. I'm your boy Greed. Enjoy this week.